Daddy Lady, the book club of love. Hey, Vera Elizabeth. Hi, Barbara Ann. Welcome to Fifi Studios. Yeah. Wow. I haven't we haven't recorded in your apartment before. Or Shiden, isn't it nice? Fear the weirdest thing just happened. What's that? I was just today listening to, I thought, I've got to start listening to old episodes because I don't want to keep telling the same stories over and over again. Yeah. How many have we done now? Like 45. Yeah. Literally 45. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Even though we're like numerically 25. But anyway, yeah. there's a ton of them. <laughs> so I was listening to an old one. I was listening to the ones from All the Fucking Mistakes. And mm-hmm. remember I tell a story about the van banger? Yes. The autoerotic pansexual? Yes. Uh I was walking home from a wine bar and there was a a guy who was like jerking off to his van. Mm -hmm. This really happened. Anyway, Vera, I just saw him again. Are you kidding me? And and it's it's worse than ever. (laughs) Okay, what happened? He was getting off the freeway. Insight. Um, so the last episode, I did a twin site about like, you gotta pay attention to what who the author is of the book. You know, like I mentioned that you, you should find out a little bit about them before you take their advice. Where are they coming from? You know, and I talked about Dr. Pat Allen, who wrote Getting to I Do. She'd come out of a bad relationship. All her work after that was, you know, like, get married, but don't have the marriage that I did or whatever, you know. Right. Um, and then we had one of the authors of Ethical Slut, and she she also came out of a really abusive relationship. And she's like, I'm never going to get married again. That's what all my work's going to be about. And then there's Sherry Argoff, um, you know, uh, Why Men Love Bitches. It's like you go into her past a little bit and uh, realize that she doesn't exist. <laughs> You got to know where your people are coming from before you take their advice. <laughs> I told a story about having been in a relationship, the one prior to this marriage, with my boyfriend, Marlon. I mentioned it a million times before. It wasn't a great relationship. And now one of the reasons I wouldn't be pursuing like an alternative relationship, even though maybe it would be exciting or something, is because, well, Blaine doesn't want it and I want to be with Blaine. Mm-hmm. And I realized my motivation is stability. Like, I don't ever want to go back to mm. a relationship where I'm I'm constantly, like, wondering what's happening. And so that is my motivation. So when you listen to me give advice, all of my advice is geared towards oh. staying in a relationship. Well, specifically the one I have, because uh-huh. the one I have is very good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there are flaws in it, for sure. If somebody were to ask me what my ideal relationship was, you know, 20 years ago, I might not said some of the things that we have, like some minor issues uh-huh. but they're not they're not deal breakers they're minor they're minor and that's what for me what marriage is sort of about is like working through this the minor things so that you can enjoy for me stability with somebody who I really love so that's where I'm coming from yeah so um when you listen to me and and uh listen to I don't know my advice or my POV my POV yeah that's where I'm coming from at all costs, I, I need stability. I saw um, a therapist a couple years ago, and we were talking about like my depression. And um, 
contrasting that to where my head was at when our father was sick. Mm. I did not have depression then. I was sad, but I had a lot of energy because I had a lot of stuff to do. And she asked me, do you thrive in chaos? Mm-hmm. And the answer is definitely not. Mm-hmm. I do not thrive in chaos. I, I thrive in being grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I like excitement and I like change. I like evolution, but I don't like instabilities. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's where I'm coming from. Well, that's. I think that's good to know. Yeah. It's good that you know that too. Yeah, but that's, this is what this, this podcast is like teaching me about me. You're learning a little, you're little, you're visiting, you're, you've never been to you. I don't um, know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's good though, Vera. Yeah. I mean, isn't every, well, I would. Well, I would hope people um, would also take a look at like maybe what their motivation is for getting into a relationship. Because I know it's like, you know, you would think, well, I want to be with somebody or I want a family. I want whatever. But like just taking it one step back, like, why do you want to do that? Why mm. do you want this? I think it's worthwhile to explore for everybody who's listening. Hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Hadn't thought of that, but agreed. Okay. Yeah. BB, what else? What else is going on in your life? I Oh, at the end of the last episode, Pre, of course, asks me questions because that's what she's best at. <laughs> Turning and, the tables. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was saying some, something about like why I'm frustrated with that book. The ethical slut. The ethical slut. The actual book. Mm-hmm. And the reason I was, I was having trouble describing why I'm having trouble with the book is because I've never thought about it in terms of like, fuck. Okay. Number one, this is, none of the stories I told about having being in threesomes could I tell if I was in a relationship. And I know that because it has caused problems. Me talking about my sexual experiences, especially those. Have- your, your body count? What's, what's your body count? Oh, is that what it's... <laughs> it's, it's been problematic in every single relationship. Yeah. Um, that being said, the majority of the men that I've been with have told me in detail about like so many of their relationships. But the minute I mentioned something I've done, it just like there's backlash. So What's last couple of relationships, about? I haven't even bothered bringing it up. And I'm just I have a nice smile plastered on my face while they tell me all about theirs, which they always do. <laughs> And when it's been a problem, it's often colored as a moral problem for me. Like, my morals are just so... This is so old Piddly widdly. It's... Vera, it's it's so ingrained in patriarchal... Bullshittery, right? Bullshittery, yeah. Yeah. Even good, quote-unquote, good men feel this way and um so so i'm talking about this for kind of the first time definitely the first time in public Mm -hmm. but without that moral judgment or anyone's judgment and so well i mean my judgment yeah yeah you support me right of course i do (laughs) i know you do no no i was kidding okay um so i'm just left with how i feel about it which i'm kind of just processing for the first time wow and for me i was seeing it as like I was equating having threesomes with having a polyamorous lifestyle, which it's not (laughs) at all. It's so different. But like when you're blinded by something like your morals, I couldn't even get past that to see it for what it was, which is something completely different than a polyamorous relationship because I was, you just lump that all together as as stuff that's not okay. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. That's pretty heavy. Am I explaining? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I've recognized this a lot with a lot of other stuff that's happening right now in social justice and just seeing what like the black American experience has been for a lot of people who you can't even get to the part, the good part, because you're worried about your kids being murdered. Mm-hmm. When someone is putting their crap on you, it's it's a control thing. Yeah. So I just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing that a little more clearly, like, and how malevolent that is. What's a better word? How diabolical how 
disastrous? How? Insidious? Yeah, <laughs> insidious. Okay. <laughs> oh, shitty. Shit, okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I just think it's more serious than... There's good. a lot of stuff that we just take as uh, truth that's not... And mm-hmm. it's by design, though. It's by design. Mm-hmm. A threesome for a woman being a moral failing is by design. Yeah. For this country that was founded by Puritans. Except if you're... Brock Kavanaugh, you know what I mean? Brock Kavanaugh? Yes. Okay. He's he's, uh, he's my guy. <laughs> okay. I remember we when we did that sex life um, interview, yeah. we were talking about sex in front of each other for the first time, which was kind of how this podcast started. Yeah. And I told a story about having a threesome with two dudes. Mm-hmm. I didn't explain it at all, but it was such, I w- it was like, it was all about me. Like they'd worked out what they were going to do. It was such like a fun, positive, the whole experience was just, it was gentle and it was awesome. And like, I, after I told that story, I actually called the producers and said, please don't include that story. Really? Because I'd given no details. I just pictured some violence, like fucking Brett Kavanaugh, you know, that, you know, that came up during his hearing or, or, you know, there, and there's been a lot of awful, you know, situations where women have been harmed when two men have taken advantage of one woman, you know? So it's like, that's the picture that I think I thought would be in everyone's minds when it wasn't at all. Like a a gangbang or... Yeah, something... Yeah. Something awful. And, um... Like from Chasing Amy. I didn't see Chasing Amy. Uh, You're okay with it. (laughs) A Chinese finger trap. See, like... You think women aren't allowed to are have... You the, are you the producer of the show? Because I'd like to call you to ask you to cut that part I'm out. I'm going to. Thank you. <laughs> Which means I'm not shit. But yeah, like women aren't allowed to to be able to say something like that because how fucking threatening is that? Yeah. You know, anyway. So. Fun. <laughs> lot to think about. Can we go back to the guy <laughs> fucking the freeway? <laughs> Ple- pleasuring the freeway, according to you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, everyone will have to go back and listen to all three episodes of um, All the Fucking Mistakes to know that full story. Okay. Okay. So, hee-hee-hee-hee, ending on a happy note, what? Oh, so um, follow us on Instagram, Daity Ladies, Instagram, The Poobell Twins. We have a cash app. It's dollar sign Daity Ladies. Go to um, www.datyladies.com for more stuff. Um, Yep. Yep. Okay. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.